0: You're listening to An Englishman in the Balkans. Welcome to An Englishman in the Balkans, the podcast that takes you on a captivating journey into the heart of Bosnia and Herzegovina and the wider Western Balkans. Each episode, we delve into the rich history, vibrant culture, and hidden gems of this beautiful country. Through engaging conversations and personal anecdotes, we aim to bridge the gap between the Balkans and the rest of the world. So sit back, relax and get ready to be inspired, entertained, and connected. Thanks for listening to our
1: podcast. If you would like to support us and the production of future episodes, then please consider maybe giving us a tip or becoming a member of our podcast family. The link to do that is in the show notes for this podcast. Thanks again for listening. We really do appreciate it.
0: It's episode six of Coffee Talk with me and... Tamara Pacinovich Bailey, David's wife. Yeah, my wifey. Um, when we started this podcast um, six episodes ago, the idea was to talk about what we get up to in a very like informal, chatty way um, every week. And this week, we're talking about something that Tamara's been interested in for some time, and I say for some time because she's been stuck on a computer for at least 10 days researching sourdough baking. I don't know if sourdough is known, in uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina and the Western Balkans. I
1: think it is because my aunt said that uh, she used to make it and she comes from Livno. And didn't your mum say so something about... It's, it's it's like a sourdough bread, it's a thousand years old. That's how people used to make bread back in the day. Probably not with all these fancy things they're doing now to make one bread, but th- that's how they used to make bread. I don't think we had a commercial yeast back in the day. They made their own yeast, their own bread. So it's been around for quite some time.
0: Your mother said that during the conflict of the 1990s, she used to have her own yeast, no, didn't she? No? no,
1: no, she got it. I misunderstood. She, she got uh, pivo, the be- the beer yeast. Ah. She used to use beer yeast, and you have to put so little because the beer yeast is much stronger than than norm, normal commercial yeast. But we didn't have yeast here in, during the war, so.
0: It just made me think about something when you talked about beer yeast. We have a small micro pivenitsa. Um, microbrewery near us in jacopovsy which is about three kilometers away and nikola who uh runs that he has a a beer called Gorshtak. he makes all different types they're absolutely wonderful a bit he, pricey he, but he, really nice he also
1: makes sourdough bread
0: and do you think he uses the yeast from his beer
1: no 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 he wouldn't call it sourdough bread he's uh, he he made his own yeast i think or maybe he got it from somebody but he makes sourdough bread but he uses his own crops i think
0: and we know that there's a guy in Banja Luka, Alexander, uh, Alexander Trifunovic. Oh, he's
1: been doing it for some time He's now. an editor of a he's magazine. He's the one, actually, he got me into it. Really? Because he posts so many pictures and he was so into it.
0: Yeah. I'll so put, he I'll
1: has a starter, a sourdough started. like his yeast
0: is four years old. I'll put his uh, a link to, to his Instagram. So yeah, if he you're has interested, a personal
1: Instagram it. and then he has only one for the sourdough bread.
0: We'll, we'll link to the sourdough. So you spent... Now I know where it really came from. So you saw Alexander's Instagram and then you spent days and days and days
1: I saw his Instagram like YouTube. years ago and I'm thinking maybe I should try doing this, do, do it, do it, do it. But then it didn't come to me and I said, oh well, because uh, it's it's. people say it's pretty hard to make sourdough bread, but I don't think it is. You just need to find a recipe and stick to it. Plus, I made yesterday English muffins, which are even more amazing than the bread. They taste so wonderful. So you just have to, uh, like, make a decision,
0: let's do this, I can do this. Yeah, but what got you interested in it? Was it just the pictures?
1: I don't know, it's it's just him doing it, and then he, I think he went to Serbia, he had an interview, I don't know, in, in some newspapers, and he took to the guy as a present his sourdough bread. So I think giving away, like, something like that, it's really nice as a present. They like look a like, handmade.
0: They look like works of art. Those pictures, don't they? Yes, I mean you can you can are. fake pictures. We know he that. likes
1: his sourdough bread a little bit more dark. I don't like my dark. I like mine like a honey color, but he, his is really dark. He likes it really crispy.
0: Sourdough. Your your aunt, your uh, Strina, said that she knows about sourdough because you're going to give yes. her some of your starter, aren't you?
1: Yes, yes. She asked me for some starter, so she's going to make it as well. But I don't know what recipe she's going to use. I'm using the recipe from Lisa's farmhouse. I found her on TikTok. She's so good. She's so simple. And she wants people to learn how to make it. And uh, it's I follow her recipe and it works so far for me. Although my second bread didn't rise as much as I thought it should. But I think I didn't give it a proper cut. Because you have to cut it in order for the gases to escape. And when the gases escape, he grows bigger.
0: Was it difficult but to make But it's a learning it- process, you know. Was it difficult to make that first starter? And not
1: one bread is the same, they say.
0: Yeah, I know. Was it difficult to make the first starter?
1: The first starter went in the bin. (laughs) It didn't work out. Because I find a quick recipe also on TikTok, uh, how to make a starter without any discard. Because when you make a starter, you have to discard some. Throw some out. And I didn't want to waste. So that didn't turn out well, the ratio of water, flour and everything. And then we got sick. So I couldn't feed it. I was really ill one day. I couldn't even walk. And then I decided, well, when I get better, I'm I'm going to make another. Sourdough started, and I used the recipe from this lady that I mentioned. She lives in uh, California, uh, Lisa's farmhouse. So simple, and it's working.
0: And you wanted a Dutch oven. So we we had to look for that. And then we ordered one online, which which came broken, and we had to send that back.
1: Yeah, before I made sourdough bread... I used to make no-knead bread, which is also very good bread. But once you have a sourdough bread and no-knead bread, there's two completely different things in flavour. So you would never go to no-knead bread after you make your sourdough bread.
0: Is the Dutch oven really, really important to do this? You could, Or could you just do this in a normal oven?
1: Uh, you can do it in the normal oven. There's a different ways, but you need a steam. Steam is very crucial in baking the bread. And you, you need a really high temperature. I mean, not too high, obviously. And uh, I've seen uh, one German guy on the, uh, he he has his baking thing. He has even a pizza stone and he do it on a pizza stone or even on a tray. You can do it. You turn your tray upside down and he has a one tray on top. And then on the bottom, he has tray with stones, which heats up and he puts water in it. So he steams it. Like a sauna. (laughs) Like a sauna, yeah. So you don't really need a Dutch oven, but. Everyone is doing it in a Dutch oven, and Dutch oven makes wonderful, crispy bread.
0: The ingredients also are important, because now, instead of just going and buying flour, you yesterday when you went to, to, to get a flour re- resupply, you're now looking at everything. And you came to me last night and said, do you know how many percentage of, I don't know, protein Pro- is it?
1: Protein, yes. The flour, the bread flour apparently has more protein, and that's why... It's so good to make the sourdough bread because apparently protein works better, but I'm still in a research phase. So I was looking at some of the flours and they have different content of protein. And I use this specific type of flour and works well for me, so I'm going to stick with it. And I also want to try with the um, spelt flour that, that I buy in DM 640. That one has 12 grams of protein. And this one has like a, how much did I say? 9.7? 9.
0: 9.7. And then the one per in DM had 12-something, <clears throat> didn't it?
1: 12, yes. And the rye has a 7. Uh, 10. 10 or 11. It's it's really high, high content of protein.
0: When you were making your no need bread, you can knock these up very, very quickly. I mean, you were really fast with doing it, And I thought the taste of no need bread far exceeded any of the breads, even from the local pekker, the local baker. They do taste far, far, far superior. And now this... No need bread, and we've been having this, what, three days now? I mean, it is absolutely Souda, sour, sourdough. It's amazing, but it takes so long. Does that frustrate you?
1: No. You, you you have to plan it ahead. It takes a whole day to make one. It, it, it doesn't, you, you don't, I mean, it, you have to feed your starter, and that takes three to four hours. Once you feed your starter, then you have to know when is your starter at the peak, then you can start doing your bread. And then you mix the dough, it's a shaggy wet dough, and then you have to let it sit for an hour at least. That's called autolysis, I think, where the gluten binds together with water. And then you have to do stretch and fold three or four times. And then I also like to let it sit on the counter for an hour or two after that. And then uh, you put it overnight in the fridge. It should be in the fridge. That's proofing. Cold fermenting. That's proofing, yeah.
0: Now it all went it's wrong a fermentation. Today. It all went wrong last night, didn't it? No, it didn't. Oh. You, you just I've just seen the bread that you just made and you went, "Oh, there's problems here. It didn't rise so much," and I think yeah, he's marked from small, the proofing a small bowl.
1: bottle or a small um how you say thing for the proofing. Oh. I ju- I need I need to find the proper proofing basket, which we don't have it here, so I have to order it from China. But
0: You're an AliExpress person, aren't yeah,
1: you? Yeah, they are really good. But I have to see it's play Play, make mistakes, and see what's whether what works for you. And uh, I'm pretty happy with the bread. It just didn't rise as much as the last one, but it, I'm sure it's going to be delicious. And I don't like sourdough bread with lots of holes because you want to, you know, when you put your jam, you want to stay on the bread, not to go through the holes. Some people are obsessed with the holes, but I, I'm
0: not. You made muffins for me, didn't you?
1: I made also English sourdough muffins. English muffins, and they taste amazing. You said they're I'm better making than the bread. another batch. Tonight. I'm starting tonight because it needs to ferment overnight.
0: You said they're better than the bread.
1: They are better. I think it's easier to maintain, to keep. Because bread, after two days, it gets a bit hard.
0: And you experiment yeah. now as, we, as I'm we're recording I'm experimenting of freezing, freezing the muffins, it, yeah. yes, so that
1: we don't have to throw any bread away. Because it is a piece of work. <laughs> it takes 24 hours. It's a long waiting. It's not hard. It takes you just a few minutes, you know, when you do stretch and folds and everything, it takes a few minutes. But it's a waiting process where you have to wait for the dough to ferment, and apparently, the the more it ferments, it's better for you. But you also cannot over ferment. If you over ferment, then your bread turns out like a pancake.
0: <laughs> you, you you are a natural an, an artist anyway. So when you've got this um this sequence, if I can say that perfected, so it's rising properly, and then it, you know, you get it to the right color and the consistency and everything. Then then comes into things like alexander's got on his instagram when you look at it are all these intricate sort of like designs yes that he does with a, a gillette razor blade are you looking forward to doing that because i know you we went out into the store yesterday and we didn't actually buy a gillette but Did, you, you said it you didn't can't turn find out them
1: anywhere now i don't know why i was thinking maybe to go to apotheca and or pharmacy and to buy it like a hero knife
0: that's pretty sharp like, a, that? like a medical scalpel
1: medical scalpel yeah that might work. I'm not sure. But I ordered from China the Gillette.
0: How, how intricate and can the, these designs the be? I mean, you've, you've been watching all these YouTube videos and you see all these people. Yeah, if
1: you them. go on Pinterest and you put sourdough scoring designs, you get all different kinds of design. People even make, for the Thanksgiving, they make a bread that looks like turkey, honestly. And they make, uh, for the Halloween, they make bread... Or the f- in the fall, they make bread that looks like pumpkin. It's so amazing. Like, you just go into Pinterest and you get all these different ideas.
0: And all you need is a scalpel? Or a razor a blade? razor
1: blade is the better, yeah. And the dough needs to be cold. The colder the dough, the better scarring.
0: You could, can do better. She's it's easier get, to scow. She's going to get annoyed now. Could you make? Stiff. Could you make crumpets?
1: Crumpets? No, crumpets. I'm not a great fan of crumpets. English muffins is the...
0: Well, I've—I've—I've—I've I've, I've been, I've, <laughs> I've been following on on Substack. I, I've been looking through Substack as well, and there's a, a good number of um, <clears throat> Substacks that really, really do go into the weeds about um, the sourdough. And there's one thing that I that I'm going to try and encourage you to do for me, but I mean, get a bit more skills first. Is you know, you and I both love curries, mm-hmm. right? So we have that in common. This Anglo. Uh, Balkan sort of like fusion f- for curry. And every time we do curry, we have rice, right? But I love naan bread so much, especially a Peshwari naan that has like um almonds in it and sliced almonds and you know, raisins and sultanas and things like that. To be honest And on one of these sourdough substacks, it said you can make sourdough naan
1: I don't know, these English muffins, they taste like naan, like lapinha, like I was going to say that you can use English muffins to dip in your
0: curry. When you when people make salmon…
1: I can just make them bigger. <clears throat> I, I think lepinja is made from sourdough.
0: From, I was about from, to say, do you sourdough. think solman and lepinja is the Balkan equivalent of sourdough?
1: I think it is because it tastes exactly the same. This bread is like a like a lepinja steroid. But it's, so it's the texture.
0: I like the texture of the sourdough bread rather than the texture of the lepinja. I don't see. Yeah, lepinja
1: has too many holes. But it's nice and soft. It's perfect for cevapur. But I have also now, since I've been making my starter is... is uh, I, I started to make my starter on 30th of December. So I did a lot of discard and I have like a jar of discard. So I'm looking for the recipe to use the sourdough starter discard. Uh, there's a recipe for pa- cre- crepes, pancakes. Uh, you can make... Uh, there's one guy, he just... He just bakes, he makes like an onion pancake. He just makes like a discard, fry in a pan. And apparently it's amazing. He has it for breakfast. He has it for years now. He never throws his discard. And you shouldn't be throwing a discard because it's a gold. So I'm going to make, uh, try to learn how to make uh sourdough discard tortillas, crepes, because we love crepes here more than American pancakes. And I don't know, crackers. There's a recipe for sourdough discard crackers as well. Mm. And I'm learning how to make pizza crust, sourdough pizza crust.
0: So can you do you, do you make these from a single starter or do you have different starters? Because I know you said today, I'm making a new starter because yesterday it was, what name do we give it? What is this with names and starters? They
1: say if you give a name to a starter, you, you, you get more lucky. Your bread turns out better if you have a name.
0: That's what they say. So what are your two names so far?
1: Mine is a chica, the first starter. It's made of white flour, and I'm experimenting now making a... They say if you make it from the rye flour, the starter is much stronger and makes better bread. So I'm making now the brownie, the rye. I call it brownie, the rye. So I'm I'm making a new starter. It's the second day today.
0: We have this Dutch oven that we got. We'll
1: see if it works. It might not work for me. I don't know.
0: We we ordered this Dutch oven. But I keep my
1: chica going alive. I'm going to keep it for many years.
0: Right. Now, we had this um, mm-hmm. uh, Dutch oven that arrived. It was broken and we had to send it back. There was a bit of drama and you're using this. But then we, before you actually ordered it, we were going to buy something from a local store. We're we'll go it, and
1: buy it anyway. And it was... It we was, need a bigger one. It was
0: a different shape mm-hmm. and it had a lid that you could turn upside down into like a... Roche A, a, a barbecue. grill. Like a barbecue grill. Do you think that the... Sourdough bread will, you know, when it, when you bake it will change depending on the sort of, let's say, the Dutch oven or the container that you bake it in. But do you know, do you know what I'm saying?
1: I th- I think the Dutch oven keeps the shape,
0: so. So the one you've got now is round, and I thought the round, one we were looking yes. at was like oval in a way, wasn't
1: it's it? It's oval. That that will be more for to roast the meat in it. I will use it for that more, and I also want to have a like a proper cast iron like a frying pan so that I can make this. They, they taste everything tastes much better from the cast iron and it's more healthier
0: the colour changed doesn't it on the one we've got it's orange right it's like um, no it's red but it goes red. To
1: dark red when it's uh, hot
0: it goes like blood red doesn't it
1: yeah it, it changes colour
0: have you got burnt yet
1: no thank the lord because I always burn myself I didn't but you have to put your bread in a scorching hot touch oven that's how you do it. Some people do it in a cold oven, but it's better if it's uh, preheated. So you have to, to be very, very careful when you do it.
0: Now, Alexander, uh, Alexander, sorry, Trifunovic um, bakes his, I think, once a week, you said, right? Yeah, a week he has he a
1: novel one. He makes a novel bread. And
0: um, he gives them as presents, as gifts yes. to people. Are you consider Lots of people are do that. Con- are you considering doing that as well? Like <laughs> when we Instead of going places and taking a bag of coffee I'm gonna and sugar...
1: I'm going to give it as a gift to my mother. We do it next week. Do you think we should
0: take one to the to our neighbors for Slava?
1: I don't know. I don't know if he would appreciate that. I'm not sure. Because mm. Slava is a different type of yes. event. Yeah. I, I can give him like any other day. It's better than take it to Slava. When you go to Slava, you buy kaffa, shecher, kotska.
0: Slava, by the <laughs> way, is um, every family has a Slava and it celebrates the uh, saint. family saint.
1: Family saint,
0: yeah right
1: not every family serves mainly <laughs> yeah um i think carrots have it as well
0: with the muffins and, and and tam makes nice scones as well but it doesn't matter muffins or scones i always like to try and replicate uh the english cream tea and and the and, and the sort of like sweet bit of it um which and, and and because my father came from devon and my grandmother came from cornwall west country people um they always had like clotted cream and jam.
1: Which is like Kaimak.
0: And yeah, Kaimak is cl- clotted cream. But we've spent all these years trying to find one that replicates it. And I think more by luck than judgment, yesterday you found, you said, Oh, well, why don't we try this one? The president.
1: Yeah, but right. everyone puts salt here. That's the thing.
0: Yeah, but clotted
1: cream is a kaimak without salt, but people put salt here because we eat it savory. I know, and the salt preserves it as well. But that one, from so f- if you find a family that has a cow and has a kaimak, you tell them, can you make me slatki kaimak, sweet kaimak? Don't put salt in it. Because it's slatki. can do that. Yeah, but, but it's f- really hard to find. Fine, but we found it with mm-hmm. that president. Maybe on piazza we can find it. I'm not sure.
0: P- that grand president. I ate it this morning on the muffin and I just thought this is almost the same as Cornish or Devonian clotted cream.
1: Yeah, but it's not like a proper, like, kaimak, but it's still good. It's good, yeah, you can use that.
0: So this year when we're out and about, we should try and. F- ah, we could go up onto the Vlasic. They have clou- cows up on the Vlasic. Yeah, you can ask and, uh, your friend there. Can we you, can ask can You ben buy some sweet Kaimak. Some sweet su-
1: Kaimak without salt. Right. <laughs> We have to so, look for our so dogs. Now you
0: know, <clears throat> And we'll keep you up to date with, um, with that. What's, uh, so, the next thing you've got to do today is.
1: Roast the chicken in a Dutch oven. I'm roast, looking for having roasted to that. chicken. You are peeling the potatoes. I'm peeling
0: the potatoes. And then, um, not, I'll have that for two days. And Enough you have to that, sift
1: my flour because my hand hurt.
0: Yeah, I have to, to put it through the sieve. And then there's koljanitza, which is like uh, ice in the Germans would call it. Pig's trotter, I think Hink's they call trotter. it in, in, in English. I'm looking forward to that. It's
1: a leg. Yeah, the lower leg. Near the lower. This is the upper leg. The lower leg is uh, too small. Ah. But it's above the koljenica. And that's, that's better. be nice. It's better, yeah. We, we should do it in a kiseli kupus. Cook it
0: for a long time. <laughs> in the uh, pickled cabbage leaves.
1: Yeah, pickled cabbage leaves. Well,
0: that would be good. We could make a video about that.
1: Yeah. I've seen some restaurant in Serbia has it. It's a specialty. Koljenica in Kiseli Well, let's try that then. We might try it. But this kupus that we... W- 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 this year, our kupus did not turn out well, so I have to buy, b- buy commercial c- pickle cabbage in order to make sarma. And it was really, really sour. Like, to, I even washed it in a few waters, but it's still... So maybe they made it made it with vinegar. I'm not
0: but sure. But your, sar- your sarma that you made for uh, for... Uh, Bozic for Christmas was really nice, I thought.
1: It was nice. We ate it how many days now?
0: <laughs> well, we finished We finished it last night. Okay, that's it for episode six. Episode seven will be next week. If you want to find out more uh, about us, you can find us on Substack. You can find us uh, on an Englishman in the Balkans podcast. Just put If that you have in. any
1: suggestions or anything to do with sourdough, you can leave your comments down Please below. Please do, yeah. Please do. Let, let, me, let me know if you're making it and where, what country... How did you come about? The Phoebe's on the road. Never mind. Let's finish the episode. We have to get... <laughs> one she's of coming our down is, the
0: road is, is running down the road, so we we'll have to go and get her. Um, and if you want to send us an email, it's David Antamara. That's all one word at an Englishman in the Balkans. And if you'd like to support the channel, there's a button. Please do. You can buy us a coffee um, and uh, your support is well appreciated. So...
1: Thank you very much for listening.
0: We've got to go and get the dog off the street.
1: Yes, and we have to get going, David. Okay. Idemar,
0: Laku noć. Prijatno do Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And that's a wrap for this podcast. We hope you've enjoyed finding out a little more about both Bosnia and Herzegovina and the wider Western Balkans. If you've enjoyed this journey as much as we enjoy bringing it to you, please take a moment to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast. Your feedback helps us tremendously and makes a huge difference. Thank you once again for joining us, and we'll see you on the next episode.
1: Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you would like to support us and the production of future episodes, then please consider maybe giving us a tip or becoming a member of our podcast family. The link to do that is in the show notes for this podcast. Thanks again for listening. We really do appreciate it.